<laughs> I I am exhausted. Why is that? Uh, well, well, first of all, I mean, well, I spent, I didn't sleep Wednesday night because I I spent the night in the ER instead. Um, but also, I mean, I also I had to work this week. Yeah. Uh, like I had to work two days in a row, like mm-hmm. yesterday and the day before. So I have my I'm so sorry customary work hangover. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, which I I always get when I have to actually um, make a living. Uh, I'm sure all of our listeners out there can can empathize. Oh yeah, um, no doubt. I, I worked Thursday, Friday, so the yeah. night before all this the horror uh, of work. I had to. I spent the night in the ER. Oh my god! Because um, my balls hurt. <laughs> Okay. So, basically, I found out, I went in, you know, okay, the diagnosis on my discharge papers, the diagnosis includes the qualifier probably, so I'm really hoping that's correct. I'm on antibiotics now. Okay. It seemed to maybe be getting better, but basically, it just have, like, some kind of, could have been, I was worried, you know, could have been all kinds of crazy shit, but I guess it's just some kind of... Uh, in, infection, like a bacterial infection okay. of yeah. my right nut. Oh my god! So that's exciting. I've yeah, that's, that's not that's good. Been fun. I feel like I've been I've been kicked in the balls very recently for the last several days. Oh my god! <laughs> so <laughs> that is awful. So um, yeah. Oh, so like I was going. So I took a lift to the ER. Okay. So Actually, this must have been some point after I dropped you off then. Yeah, I should have just had you that, that night. Take I just, you it took, to the hospital. I, it was hurting all day. Yeah. And, but it was like, it's so subtle. Yeah. And I, if I didn't move around, it wasn't bad. So I just kept going like, no, it's not a thing. Yeah, I'll just, yeah. but then I'm go, trying to go to bed. I'm like, I'm going to go to bed with my balls hurting. No, <laughs> yeah. that's stupid. Yeah. And I called like the nurse line mm-hmm. and she's like, your balls have been hurting all day. Go to the fucking hospital, you idiot. <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay, good point. Um, Easy for her to say. So I took a lift. I actually took a lift line. So like we okay. picked up someone <laughs> and dropped them off <laughs> okay. on the way. And I got talking to the guys, yeah. this like drunk guy and my driver uh-huh. about, yeah. I was like, you know, where I was headed. I'm like, I'm going to the ER because my yeah. balls hurt. Mm-hmm. And the driver starts telling the story He's like, oh man, no, that happened to me once, man. Oh, dude, when I was when I was fourteen, I got like I was just playing basketball, and I got um, where it found out it was called torsion. It's like where my nut was twisted oh, yeah. and it cut yeah, off yeah. the blood mm-hmm. flow, and it was like excruciating pain. I was like down on the floor, and like I went to the hospital right away, but like for days, for days I was in like excruciating pain and my nut was swelling up (laughs) and like it was like the most incredible pain I could ever imagine I'm going "Ah, that's nice can we drive any fucking faster (laughs) I'm thinking there and he's like yeah "Yeah, man like that was just I I could never imagine being in any more pain and I'm like well I'm 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 glad it all worked out (laughs) well and he's like oh no I lost the testicle Yeah, I guess so. 
so apologies to everyone. Um, Alex and John aren't here, uh, so subpar episode at best. Yeah, uh, yeah you better set the we bar also, very Our low. recording technology here is uh, somewhat jury-rigged. It's very primitive. <laughs> but we're going to do our best. It's Solstice Day. I woke up to the the solstice, the, fan the drumming of the, of uh, the nude bodies. Of yes, I smashing. I woke up on with the streets with uh, images of wagging dicks in my <laughs> in my dreams. Mm. Um, so it's been like we just posted last night, episode five. Yeah. Which if you were waiting, like like at least one fan, if you were hoping to hear us talk about the head tax, you're probably like, oh, finally, finally, the <laughs> yeah. next episode is out, and. Um, Sorry, and it's not about the head tax because yeah. we recorded that before that happened. We're we're doing our best. We you know, we have at least one person who I would call a fan. I ran into an old friend of mine, a guy I kind of knew in college. Shout out to Brian Pinto last night, and he he's like, oh man, I've been I've been like refreshing like ever since Tuesday. I just wanted to hear you guys talk about the head tax. Okay, well we're finally gonna do it now, and we assume that's the feeling of our entire. Um, audience based on that yeah. sample size of one for but, sure um, but so we will get to that but since we know that's what you want to hear you're gonna have to wait yeah we're just gonna we're gonna let that hang this is a tantric podcast <laughs> gross <laughs> this is, this is, a very uh yeah, uh, yeah. sexually um, charged episode for yeah. some reason yeah um <laughs> Yeah, so a little news roundup, like yeah, what's going on in the city. Run down all the things that aren't related to the head tax. So, uh, as you may or may not have seen, as, well, you know that we're big fans of Jenny Durkin. Oh yeah, and um, it's not like there's much else going on in the city right now, or anything important that may have just happened, uh, or an incredibly polarized atmosphere. Um, so that's good, but it's World Cup right now, and it will be World Cup again, as you probably know. And Jenny has been out there fighting tirelessly to make sure that if and when the World Cup comes to the United States, I believe for 2026, that they'll make a little stop in Seattle because that's... Well, she's fighting for something at least. Well, yeah, something extremely important. So her quote, it's one of the most inclusive sporting events... And that is a reflection of who Seattle is, too. So Great. Just, yeah. So she's actually saying publicly she wants the World Cup to come to Seattle? Yes. She's trying to manifest, putting it out in the world <laughs> so that it happens. The World right? Cup. Yeah, yes. To Seattle. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. that sounds like a fantastic idea. We're Everyone here at Seattle Sucks is all for that. Oh, um, yeah. That sounds like a, a great like a, a much needed um, thing we should work for. Um, I, I think it's priority number one, really. Yeah. Hey, yeah. if I, if it's if somehow that was used to secure funds for speeding up like Sound Transit, yeah. regional light rail, till so it was like done done like next year. Um, I guess that, but seriously, I what. There's really nothing to even say beyond that. I mean, <laughs> that's a Durkin-esque compromise I'm willing to make. Yeah, I mean, boy, wow, yeah, wow, that would be to a get compromise real in their minds too. Yeah, public infrastructure. But that's you know what we're gonna get. We'll get the toll roads. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. what we'll get. The, by then, you know, million homeless people in King County by 2026 um, <laughs> will be at that point, like, that will bring on the final solution <laughs> yeah. for Seattle's yeah. homelessness problem. So that's another reason we could look forward to that. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, everyone can look forward to that, I guess. Okay. That's, um, yeah, that's one little bit of, uh, bit of news. I don't even, yeah, I don't even really know. That's, <laughs> I, my mind is kind of blown by the thought of that. Um, shout out to Bethany Jean Clement in the uh, Seattle Times, whose article on the collective we talked about last week. This, I, this is a milestone for us. Cause I think it's like, I, I, uh, tweeted episode five at, a reply to her tweet of that article, and she tweeted back in a way with an emoji that indicated that if, if nothing else, she listened to part of it. So that's like a milestone for us, right? Like yeah. someone we t- yeah. talked about on the This is the podcast. Uh, a Morton Joe wit- witness me moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and like, you know, I don't think this is unfair of us, but, you know, we didn't really talk about what at least i was thinking when we talked about that article was that like she does drop hints in that yeah that yeah she has some skepticism about it so i think i i'm picturing her as a a good writer who is like chained to, to in the basement of the seattle times and only <laughs> let out to go and like pimp restaurants yeah but she's um, the castle freak oh she's the seattle times castle freak okay <laughs> Um, yeah, it but, was it was a very well written article. But really. she does have a piece in there uh, more recently um, about she dove into some like ludicrous uh, concept pitches for new high concept restaurants, and they're pretty fucking funny. And the <laughs> articles uh, they're pretty ridiculous, and the articles pretty funny. So nice. Uh, shout out to her. She's um, at B Jean Clement on Twitter. Awesome. Uh, so it wouldn't be. An episode of Seattle Sucks, I think, without mentioning something that our space boy, Jeff Bezos, has done. Um, so this week, the big thing that I saw was that there was an open letter written by a a large number, or at least signed by a very large number of Washington Post employees, in which they very reasonably requested some very basic accommodations with respect to compensation, including uh, pay, but also time off, um, rights to work, etc. So if you had any doubts, again, about what a great boss he is, um, all we are asking for is fairness for each and every employee who contributed to this company's success. Fair wages, fair benefits for retirement, family leave, and health care, and a fair amount of job security. So then they go on to say, offering $10 a week in pay increases, or about 0.6% of the median salary, and less than half the current rate of inflation is unfair, and even shocking from someone who believes democracy dies in darkness, and also the richest human being on earth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's not forget about that part. Remember that. I okay. bet, I'm, I'm guessing they don't fully contextualize that in this letter. No, no, the, um, yeah. But it is uh, obviously implied by merely thinking about Jeff Bezos. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so refusing to improve retirement benefits is unfair, particularly since you froze the traditional pension. Big surprise. The current retirement plans, including a 1% match on our 401k, 
suggests that you place little value in your employee's future financial security. Pushing for the right to indiscriminately lay off anyone is unfair and a recipe for future discrimination against older employees and minorities. Further cutting severance for people who face layoffs or whose job has been outsourced is unfair, particularly since management has already won the right to drastically cut severance for people who are let go for cause. Wow. Demanding well, that laid-off employees waive their legal rights to receive severance payments is <laughs> okay. an extreme demand and an ominous one, particularly in light of the post's mixed record on fair treatment for women, racial minorities, and older employees. So those well, were the things they called out specifically. Um, you know, I guess what I would say is they should all be lucky to have jobs at all. Yeah. And they should be thanking Jeff Bezos mm-hmm. for saving their dying rag. Um <laughs> Like, you know, what do they want? Like, don't worry. I guess what I'm saying is when we're all in space, yeah, the capitalist calculation will be different and all our employers will uh, treat us fairly and, and, yeah. and give us a, yeah. a good and be the purveyors of a good and decent life for everyone. So look forward to that shit. In space. In space, yes. I don't know. It kind of is Seattle news. The biggest thing that happened in the world this last week, uh, I think on the same day as the head, head tax repeal, actually was the the North Korea summit in Singapore. Yeah. Uh, Donald Trump getting his big handshake photo. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, as one of the uh, principal targets, probably, of a near-term uh, war with North Korea, uh, yeah. Seattle, I think can maybe now drop its sort of overall threat level um maybe we should we should come up with like a seattle sucks uh, threat threat <laughs> scale yeah yeah there's been a lot of like stupid foreign policy analysis from you know i mean if it was just like democrats and centrists wanting to deny Donald trump credit in for basic political motivations like i, I could kind of like forgive that but man like if you read in the atlantic in the <laughs> yeah. wa- the rag washington post the new york times and we don't recommend you do it no do please don't bother <laughs> like it, it, the criticism is actually like on the substance of uh, it's like yeah yeah like it comes from all kinds of directions but at its foundation is this insane old lie that like negotiating with someone should only be a reward for yeah. countries who get off our shit list for good behavior and like it's totally irrational for one, but it's also a bullshit lie that America tells when it doesn't want to negotiate. When the insane foreign policy establishment feels like it's in our interest to negotiate yeah. with someone really desperately horrible people, um, that's not a problem. It's yeah. just it's just when we don't want to do that. And, you know, there's a whole digression we're not going to get into, but my analysis of the situation is the only re- real reason there's not... Um, peace in Korea and even a unified Korea is because of the United States and its policy to prevent that over the last, you know, um, half a century. So, yeah, uh, they should all shut the fuck up. We're not going to get nuked now. Anyway. Well, hopefully not. That's the news that's fit to print. (laughs) I don't think any news is fit to print anymore. Yeah, that's fair. So the head tax. Wait, what's what's that again? (laughs) (laughs) It is no more. It never was. Erase it from your mind. It never happened. It was a bad idea. Yeah, this is the announcement. Mayor Jenny, I just love this. We all share the same goals. 
To be successful, we all need to be part of the solution instead of engaging in a long political fight. <laughs> we must turn to action. Uh huh. What? We will continue to move forward. That's very nebulous. Building a true regional partnership with business, advocates, and philanthropy. <laughs> like, where do you even fucking start? To be know. successful, we need to all be part of the solution. Instead of engaging in a long political fight, we <laughs> must turn to action. Uh, what? Does any part of that make any no. sense? No, not at all. Not at all. The, no. A long political fight would be action. Exa That's yeah, exactly. exactly the exactly. action you need to yeah. make things happen. The head tax was action. That was also action. <laughs> uh, a long political fight would be action. When, when the business that you want to partner with when businesses and the business class are absolutely ideologically opposed to any taxation, yeah, you're going to have to have a long political fight to yes. tax them. Yeah. So what? I mean, and this the the whole spirit of the tweet is built on essentially a lie because. Everyone was asked to the table. We heard this at the city council meeting where the vote occurred. Mosqueda talked about that. All these people already had the opportunity yeah, the to chamber weigh in. And, and some of them did, which is why we had a compromised version of the employee head tax. A anyway. compromise. Yeah, so like a handshake compromise to cut it down that they then <laughs> turned around and slapped the council in the face with their dick. Exactly. Like, so then, to your point, what more can, can occur? I mean, clearly like no tax, dogs. Right? They're just like, like yeah, they're yeah. just they cower. I mean, it's also it's this same this liberal centrist fear of politics. Yeah, like they literally just the idea of there being a ballot referendum yeah. and like a long contentious fight that we were rooting for. We were excited about this being yeah. a long, hilarious, yeah. insane thing. Yeah, and I, I'm not ready to say who what would have won. No, I don't think you we can, don't know. Yes. There was a big push, a lot of money showing, but this is a powerful issue. I mean, you don't know until you've had that, fought that war. You don't know who the victor is going to be. Okay, absolutely. Like, these you can get people engaged. Yeah, there are a lot of people in this town committed to getting out on the street with a real message and getting people engaged, but. That is something that Democrats don't even like understand. All no. they they only know where people are right now, and they think they imagined that when they saw the response that came out, which again was really just a response from businesses raising money, but whatever <laughs> that claimed they got <laughs> yeah. the number of signatures. Again, we won't even know that now. They because well, that's not totally true. They turned in the signatures, right? But in the you know those hadn't been. There'd be a long, yes, or, yes, yeah. exactly. So, yeah. like, there could potentially be have been a long process to scrutinize those, including lawsuits, which have worked in the past to throw shit like this out from the business side, where the, a lot of you know, there's a lot of ways to show those to be fraudulent, and they didn't yeah. have any more time to get any. It's the, yeah. the deadline was it was yesterday, I think. Yeah. So we don't know. Um, no. no, we don't. It's know. not like it's not like there was. You know, they talk about this like there was this groundswell of grassroots um, 
enthusiasm. In fact, so in the Seattle Times, um, this is the Ed board. Um, Ten takeaways from the head tax debacle. It begins. A remarkable surge of civic engagement killed Seattle's harmful job tax and put Seattle City Hall on notice that voters expect better outcomes. It, Fuck off. Yeah. There's no talking about this and the council people in the council did too. Like this is some massive grassroots wave is insane. Like we talked yeah. about in the podcast before. Like yeah. no one's paying attention to this until no. it passed. No. And so the people who who got ra- like a small, a tiny number of people got riled up, spurred on by yeah, business money that flooded right. in really fast. And These the people you want to bargain with and bald face lies. Yeah, as we heard, but that's not the same as an actual movement of people. No, like which you could build on the other side. And this goes like nobody votes in America, like but you could <laughs> if you were committed to actually a long political fight, yeah. you could get people to vote. You could right. get people to turn out just yeah. for this issue. Yeah. Um now would it have I don't know how it would have shaken out, but there's a lot of passionate people, um, and more of them who were in favor of this, I think, who would get out on the street. Yeah, maybe there'd be more money behind In favor but, of the employee head tax. Y- yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah but if absolutely. you can get more boots on the ground like and actually to have conversations and talk to people about this when if you actually get in a conversation and if all someone's reading is the seattle times ed board like then they think this is (laughs) like the end of the fucking world yeah it was an the joke is it's a tiny tax oh yeah incredibly small like it's just a tiny bit of progressive taxation to just tilt the scales a little barely. Yeah, not even to, enough. As toward progressive about taxation. Yeah. Still, still yeah. very regressive taxes in Washington State and Seattle, even with this. Which is what the, the council, I think O'Brien spoke to this in his, in his uh, essentially apology um, during the, the vote, that they, there aren't a lot of options the city has to raise re- this revenue. And this was one option. Yeah. And... And it was progressive. You know, and then he voted to repeal it. Yeah. I mean, it was passed unanimously with nine <laughs> votes. It was repealed with seven. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just so funny. All the criticism, look, and you'll find this in, like, in the Seattle Times and a lot of other places that the, the council just looks fucking stupid. Incredibly stupid. Like, that's right on. That's true. They do look very dumb. Um, a bunch of clowns. They do. Uh, David Horsey. <laughs> David Horsey's my fucking hero. If you guys don't know, check out David Horsey's cartoons in the in Seattle Times because he is like a right wing libertarian like savant genius who he draws these cartoons that like he thinks say one thing but really like so his for this is like is this incredible cartoon of these like <laughs> carnival caricatures of the Seattle time of the seattle city council in like clown makeup saying like what if we had a a knucklehead tax to be paid by the (laughs) the city council and they did something dumb and it's like yep they did um yes they all are a bunch of rubes and morons except except shama swant who he draws they're all like look insane and then she's like the steely-eyed commissar Ready for a fight. And it's like, yeah, uh, you, Dave, you nailed yeah, it, dude. Yeah, totally. And like, when they were, the original passage, his amazing one was the one with 
Shama up the on the guillotine yeah. and like lining up these people being pushed toward it in a wheelbarrow going like I thought this was only going to be for Amazon <laughs> and he's like and she's got this like scowl on her face she's taking heads of yeah. business and I'm like yep yeah that yep. sounds great I, I, I'd wear that on a t-shirt <laughs> yeah. you could you could that is exactly the imagery you could use to get people on board yeah. like I yeah David Increasing you're my hero so. Guys, if yeah, you have it up. He does and there's more too. I swear every cartoon has I see him. Like they're he's like a <laughs> truth sayer. Like he's like channeling Yeah, he's like yeah. truth. He's got his ears to the ground somehow. No, it's like it's like it's like going through him like some kind of like cosmic energy. He he's doesn't just, know he's he's, he's a like medium. it's like automatic writing. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's a medium for truth, man. He he's like a uh, fucking loon. Yeah. But uh it's working. Keep it up. Whatever yeah. you're doing, just just yeah. don't stop. Don't ever stop. Yeah, so uh, shout out to Brett Hamill at Brett Hamill, two T's, one L on Twitter. Uh, he seems to be a very like-minded guy, but he tweeted this hilarious Venn diagram. <laughs> okay, I'm looking at it now. Yeah, it, it's going to be hard to describe, so we may have to tweet this out. Uh, after we retweet it, after we, re uh, I'm retweeting it right now. Okay, so um, it's kind of it's. Oh, yeah, oh no, this is just from t yesterday. Huh? Yeah, yeah, this is very very new. So the yesterday being the 15th of June. So yeah. he writes Seattle homelessness solutions diagram in the very very it's, center. It's a Venn diagram. It's three circles. Yeah, three circles. The big circles are build consensus. In yeah. Quotes, bring business to the table. Oh, hell yeah. In, in quotes. And restart the process. In quotes. Over and over and over again. <laughs> and so where any two larger circle circles intersect, it says do nothing. <laughs> and then where they all intersect, it says Watch people die in the street. Something we've all done. Oh now. God! We've yeah. all watched people presumably yeah. die in the streets. Yeah. Um, all so. those bootlickers oh, man. on the city council. <laughs> <laughs> that guy is a hero, by the way. Yeah, that got national um, attention. Yeah. Well, I mean, he said it. Yeah, bootlickers just like bowing down and groveling to to Amazon and the business interests. Like, oh. They're so afraid, so afraid of any conflict. They uh, seem most terrified by the money, which I know in our current hell world society is a proxy for speech and conflict. But I think it was Gonzalez and and O'Brien. They they both mentioned money. Yeah, I mean it's a real thing. Yeah. They're not crazy to think that it could fail. Um, but I think the political fight is the answer even if it does fail right um yeah this just even the political fight that went on so far up to this point mm -hmm. you've turned shined a light on a real an insane fucking problem yeah that the city trying to enact some tiny progressive taxation to confront a serious insanely tragic issue is seeing this incredible pushback against our democracy from the money. And like yeah. a bunch more people are turned on to this and than before. And had we had this giant fight over the summer, yep. um, many more would be. Yeah. And that they, they, they fear that for some reason that to me is the way forward. He, people have to be, 
have to understand the reality they're living in that we're you know subjects of like a feud yeah a feudal, a feudal lord like society um and this is was a would have been a perfect opportunity to do that and even if it failed that's still that's the that's a step forward absolutely so, you know in yes. terms of class consciousness well, okay. <laughs> yeah, definitely, but also to the point that we made earlier, where where can we go from this really now? Where can we go? I think some of the council members were talking about property taxes, but that's going to fly just as poorly as this flew. So where do we go? I Yeah, that's the thing. Is what they don't understand is like it's certainly that's not That's why left. the fight is necessary yeah. because you if you're out of options like that, if your political process is so constrained, yeah, then you have to go back a step and you need to, and it is about class consciousness, which is, you know, yeah. an academic way of saying, get waking people up, getting right. people on, on your side. Yeah. And that requires a, that kind of political fight that you need to change the entire game. If, and maybe that would take years. Maybe it's this is I'm not yeah. saying I'm yeah. but whatever, but this could have been an opportunity for that. It still will be. But I mean yeah. like um just having that fight would have is one more step on getting more people to see that the the influence of these corporations is fucking toxic and that really their only ideology with regard to public policy is the abolition of taxes. Yeah. And it's like the more people understand that the better. And that if now we have there are a lot of activists in this town that are committed to mm-hmm. spreading messages like that. But if more people in elected office were, if the mayor was, if the whole city council was, um, committed to having those fights, fighting the good fight, as Shama Swant put it, yeah, then yeah, you may not have success right away. But if that if it people's sentiment is the barrier then you need to change that sentiment. And it may happen over time, and it may be ugly. Yeah. But that's what you have to do. Yeah. Yeah, well, I've been thinking about this a lot since uh, that fateful night that you were talking about at the top of the show. And what I'm... It does. It just doesn't make sense to repeal. It, no. it does it Because now there, there are no options. Well, to give them the, the tiniest bit of credit for yeah. their political calculation, the one possible possibly almost sane way to look at this is if they were really thinking, if they were really convinced, rightly or wrongly, that it was definitely going to fail, then the they could see, again, in their calculus, the, that failure as being um, bad going forward. A cudgel, basically. Yeah. That the death knell of the The movement. public voted on this on yeah. taxation for helping the homeless, and yeah. they hated it. <laughs> So that's a non-starter, right? Yeah, that makes sense. I get it, but I, I and it's not a completely stupid analysis, but it's ultimately, I think, short-sighted. Like they're trying to look long-term, but they're in their heads in a bubble because ultimately, you have to have that fight. You have to have a lot of those fights over and over again, right? You know, yeah. You know what they're worried about is a referendum on opinion in Seattle being put in stone because that's the way they think about it. They think we have to meet the people where they're at, but yeah. they could be leaders. The, you have yeah. to think about it differently. You have to think, I need to be a leader and take the people somewhere else. Mm-hmm. This is not something that your average like 
centrist politician is even capable of conceiving of. No. But, like, actual leadership. Yeah, no. Um, and commitment. Yeah, so the Seattle Times, um, in this same uh, Ed Board from yesterday, so there, so it's ten hot takes on the repeal. Just to just to sum up, base this is a good this is a good like roundup of their thought on of Blethen thought <laughs> or lack thereof Blethen thought leadership on the head tax. Um, the repeal is an opportunity. Not a tragedy. What? What? What are you talking about? Okay, so the Seattle can Seattle can now show whether homeless programs, reforms, and accountability measures taking effect this year work as promised. This, they oh, are accountability. With this. Obsessed with it. Fraud, waste, and abuse. Oh, Jesus, shut the fuck up. <laughs> the the thing we're starving resources isn't working. We better shut our the whole program. This is like the oldest conservative trope in the book. Oh, this God. is like some old timey Grover Norquist shit. Yeah. Okay. This is basic like, like Reagan. Yeah. Um. You know, the nine scariest words in the English <laughs> language are, "I'm from the government and I'm here to help." <laughs> this is old shit, man. Get the fuck over it. Um, oh God. No, this wasn't Amazon's doing. Uh, no, the the idiots on the council participated, as did a lot of other people, but I'm not even going to read the rest of that. Just <laughs> fuck off. Uh, the city must be firm with homeless service providers. They promised to do the work for a certain price, but it's the same same thing as yeah, number right. one. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Efficiency is an irrelevant and stupid goal. Uh, we just need progressive taxation. Yeah. The wow. The powerhouse calling shots at City Hall is the Service Employees International Union. Huh? Uh SEIU and allied activist groups have long tried to get cities to pass a progressive tax. Yeah. Good. I wish that was true. That's yeah. obviously insane cuz they they just repealed it, you dumb <laughs> yeah, fuck. Yeah, but what? I'm really struggling with that one. I, I just no, I'm not gonna read the rest of that. <laughs> uh the underlying politics shed light on the council's abrupt flip flop Tuesday. It appears to have followed the SEIU, which apparently abandoned ship after polls and petition petitions suggested the protax campaign it was funny would lose. Okay, so that's a whole nother bullet point they're talking about but i guess they're saying uh, i didn't know this sciu apparently decided to stop backing it i don't know this is kind of uh this is really in the weeds um i don't care if that's true then they're also stupid the council must respect open meeting rules it failed to provide adequate notice of tuesday's meeting um yeah yeah i guess that's probably true um I, I don't actually care, though. There, there are two two lawsuits, I think, related yeah. to that. Yeah, and that's probably true, and, you know, because they were trying to push this bullshit through, like, in the mid, uh, at the drop of a hat without getting yeah. flooded by people yeah. at City Hall, and fuck them for that, but that's not... that The procedural bullshit like that is not the problem with our politics. No. Should definitely sue them, though. Yeah. Well, and they are being sued. Great. And if they did win though pete holmes doesn't think they will then the vote would be null and void 
which is which is why the no tax on jobs turned in yeah. their petitions just in case that happens good um well i mean so this saga may not quite be over yet we'll see it probably is but it may not i'm in favor of yeah continuing the fight in whatever way embarrassing them um making this uglier great <laughs> but again the procedural bullshit isn't really the issue um yeah Homeless people are pawns in this larger game. They should benefit from the renewed push for regional solutions called Durkin called for after the repeal. That's it. That's the whole thing. I... <laughs> well, and as we read weeks ago, their regional solutions are just shipping people. It's like our, our what we want to do is we want to partner with someone else <laughs> in the region and ship these people away. I mean, the, to spread right. That's the when <laughs> share it, the, the regional load. solution is not sharing the burden of taxation to pay for no, social problems. No. It's sharing the burden of yeah. the presence of derelict yeah. homeless it's people. It's spreading them out like a blanket instead of putting them in a ball in the city. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Seattle's still spending extraordinary amounts on homelessness. Not enough, asshole. Well, clearly not enough. What would they have us do? I mean, really, what would they have us do? Well, maybe they would have us reorder society so that we weren't creating homeless people in the first place, so that it wasn't a city government responsibility to make them unhomeless. Yeah, I can get behind that. Let's but... um burn down Amazon <laughs> and you know let's let's yeah. demonopolize. Let's Storm prosecute like antitrust laws and yeah uh, jesus please let's you know um also though one of the main sort of uh weapons against accumulation of wealth is progressive taxation yeah and so that's going to be a major factor in just preventing people from being homeless too yeah by which is you know i think very broadly caused by the concentration of wealth absolutely the redistribution of wealth yeah. upward uh yeah they don't have money anymore because jeff bezos does it's that simple yeah so Seattle ta taxpayers, including businesses, are compassionate and generous about supporting <laughs> those who are homeless. Well, Seattle taxpayers, some of them, yes. More if we thought about it. Um, I'm not even going to comment on the rest. <laughs> Ten. Oh, yeah. Oh. Get, get ready to get hard for this. This feels like a Letterman top ten. Better coordination is needed. Oh, God. What the fuck does that even mean? A 2017 California state audit identified successful regional approaches in New York and Massachusetts where homeless response is led by specific entities. Also called out was collaboration by California cities and counties which recognized that no single city or county has resources to solve homelessness on its own. Washington needs a similar state level of... <laughs> <laughs> but but this is funny because they they can't get there but they're almost like trying to get to the point you just made like maybe this is a bigger problem like maybe this is a systemic issue but they can't get there no they, they can't no. yeah it's a national issue yeah also it's a global issue well it's yeah but it's endemic of capitalism. right now yeah, and I would like, I'll, yeah, let's reorder society. It's also like a, an acute emergency right here, right Absolutely. now. That yeah. we could do something about. Totally. In very reasonable ways. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Not enough people were at the table, so uh, we got to start over. Well, 
when every every single person living or working in Seattle agrees, then like, then we'll solve homelessness. <laughs> Great. That should be something we can accomplish. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's like recycling. It's like the city's facilitating your opportunity to do this, so you really should take advantage. Like, So really, I mean, we have Samaritan. Everyone could <laughs> yeah. get Samaritan. Yep. So, hey, if, if not everyone does, well, that's just, you know. Yeah, the solution's there. That's just there. too bad, but, you know. Uh, we did what we could. Yeah. We gave people the tools to end the homeless. Yes. Yeah. They just didn't want to. This sounds like something out of the mouth of our, our good friend who you saw at the farmer's market oh, God. today. Yeah, so as you know, I am a resident of the breeder hell zone known as Magnolia. <laughs> Fucking run as fast as you can before getting over that bridge. And there he was, that little guy. He was wearing his There Is No Them shirt. He was talking to somebody. He had a big, probably a body market. Yeah, at the farmer's market down on McGraw. Beautiful day. He's just out there trying to convince people that there is no them and trying to treat people by the platter. I can't believe you didn't get a selfie. (laughs) Yeah, I would have. I was with my daughter, my wife. I didn't want them to become collateral damage (laughs) to my politics. And uh, it's bound to happen, (laughs) general. Crank uh, persona and demeanor. Yeah, uh, I would have started shouting, "Do you deny them, <laughs> sir? <laughs> well, maybe, do you deny the existence of them?" Maybe next week we can. Uh, I'm sure he'll be there. He was handing out these little. I, they must have been stickers. There's no them stickers. So. Oh, maybe we'll confront and um, ruin his day or something. It would be nice to at least talk to him and see what happened, uh, or what might happen. Yeah, yeah. So there's more. Everyone's talking about this Hidex thing, even us. And you know, hopefully, hopefully people still want to talk about this by the time we get it posted. But um, what did you have? uh... Yeah. So I found I found something pretty pretty disgusting, and it is the rants column. Looks like it's a Cairo thing that's being published by My Northwest, which if you're not familiar. With, I think maybe we've talked about My Northwest on the show before. It might have got cut, but it's kind of the Fox News of the Pacific Northwest. Generally unhinged, conservative, kind of, I I would say more libertarian than true, true right right wing. But uh, so this guy's got a, a column. It's called Rance. That's his name, Jason Rance. This was posted on the 12th. Um, so the title is, in head tax vote, Shama Sawant is a disgrace to democracy. So. Harsh words, man. Extremely harsh. And it only gets harsher. And I'm not sure if, well, yeah, there's no way for me to say, but if you happen to see the council vote on the head tax, then I, I personally was left extremely impressed by Sawant, what she had to say. I get that it's polarizing, but she was one of the only people who seemed like they really, truly cared about much of anything besides himself. So anyway, he continues. He, he had a very different reading. He says, like any good cult leader, Seattle Council, <laughs> Ma- 
Member Shama Sawant pretends to have the ear of her adherents, but really, when it counts, she pulls the strings. And boy, did she use her influence to make a mockery of not just the council, but also herself and her fringe supporters. So we're fringe now. Well, anyone that supports the employee head tax or Sawant is fringe. Well, hey, let's unpack that for a second. Maybe that's true right now. Maybe that is a fringe position because I don't think that many people are yet that engaged. Certainly not before the original passage. And uh, I'm very comfortable identifying my own politics as fringe. But, uh, you know, I think Swant is committed to working, you know, tirelessly to move the conversation left. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. that's, That's what this is about. It's making your fringe ideas not, to not bringing fringe. them in from the fringe. So Yeah, yeah. And so he, he goes on to say some garbage things, but I'm just going to pick out some of the more egregious of them. So he says, She refused to cast her vote under the disingenuous concern that her unruly supporters couldn't hear her. So again, if you watch the vote, things got pretty heated when the actual vote occurred. Uh... It was very loud, and some some council members, including I believe Sally Bakeshaw, were having some trouble with uh, the show of emotion. But yeah. um, but there were there there were there were anti head tax people in there shouting as well. There were. It's not yeah, like it was were. just no um, SA. No. Sawant, not so subtly, told them that she couldn't vote if they kept chanting. That was her choreographing more chanting, and it earned more disruptions from a group of children engaged in a hissy fit because they didn't get their way. It was a cute stunt, but as anti-democratic as they come. You know, it's funny because I find the whole referendum to be a fucking hissy fit. I mean, like, if you're going to be throwing this shit around, at least have some ability to see how your own politics and behavior are reflected as well. people... Getting involved in politics is <laughs> anti-democratic. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. Exa- that makes a ton of sense. Exactly. So he says, Sawant doesn't understand how democracy works. Representatives get to vote on policy, even if you don't like the way they're voting. Huh. That kind of sounds like a representative democracy in which maybe perhaps there aren't initiatives or referendums. You this don't- is so, like, <laughs> this is, it's so... Like, it's so obvious that in a week you'll be able to throw this back in this guy's face, like, or in the past, just pull anything he's read, anything he's ever written. Uh, you're just talking about democracy, you yeah, idiot. You're just yeah. talking about politics. Oh, abs- like, yeah, People have completely. different opinions. Completely. Jesus Christ. It's the broadest stroke you could draw, I think, on this whole thing. I'm just imagining him making a Decker face at a computer screen and saying, Triggered much? (laughs) (laughs) Representatives get to vote on policy, even if you don't like the way they're voting. You don't get to stop the vote because you lost. That's kind of what dictators do. The kind you say you're protecting us from. The kind you've just tried to become. That's awesome. I, I that to me felt like an extreme stretch. So like, is that how he felt about the safe Seattle people who were in like screaming when they passed it in the first place? No, I'm like, sure he didn't. He, he was doing the Natalie Portman thing in uh, what is that Phantom Menace? 
He's like, so this is how democracy dies. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I don't know what happened there. Uh, So he goes on to uh, say, Sawant doesn't understand how numbers works. That it says how numbers works. So either, which may explain why she was laughed at when she tried to speak as an economist at the vote. That was a, a kind of a badass moment where she's saying like you know this is a very small tax it could be very effective yeah and she used the phrase like speaking as an economist Mm -hmm. which she has been employed as in the past and there's this maniacal cackle (laughs) like that's the funniest fucking thing like just laughing at her for claiming to be an economist and then and she just Gives this like shit look to this to off like to yeah. the audience. Yeah. And it was great. I love it. Yeah, that. yeah. She stayed pretty cool. She expressed anger that a couple hundred socialist activists worked so hard to get the head tax passed, only to see it repealed a month later. Well, the forty thousand plus voters who signed the repeal petition also get to decide, and their position is more important than your hurt feelings. Yeah, we didn't that's a there wasn't anyone collecting signatures for a don't repeal it <laughs> yeah. petition, you dumb fuck. Yeah. Those several hundred activists who were for it wouldn't need to be paid to go out on the street and collect signatures yeah. for a don't repeal yeah. it initiative. But the people who were out collecting signatures were being paid. And were lying. And were full of shit. Yeah. That's just a market. Like... Man. The vote never happened. We didn't have that referendum, you asshole. Those signatures don't mean anything. Because somebody paid people to go out on the street and sell some a line of bullshit. Like, you're comparing that to nothing. I don't know, Greg. I think you've got extremely hurt feelings. That's wow. what I'm sensing right now. Losing is hard in politics. This is where he gloats. You know, he's not... Uh, I think that is peop- a lot of people's attitude. Um, it shouldn't be. That's the problem. That you know? losing is hard. Yeah. Yeah. Losing should be part of the fight, man. It, it's not a door closing, I guess. It's the big could be the beginning of something bigger, but I should know. I'm a Seattle Republican. But not once would I ever try to stop a vote. I'm because, a loser. <laughs> because I was going to lose. <laughs> I'm a big loser. <laughs> Why? I have respect for our democratic process. Doubt it. Something's to want lacks. Right. Right. Again, I. It's, it's just, so like to even. It's so obvious. Like it's just shock jockey bullshit. As we've kind of talked about, I guess I think that to repeal the head tax in the way that the city council did was extremely foolish, and not just because I agree with the employee head tax, but because as we talked about, I don't think that this is going to enable them to do anything else really and i think that it has probably significantly compromised the left's ability to participate in ongoing discussion yeah i mean that's i think that's the hope of you know that'll be the victory lap that's the victory lap everyone's taking yeah that that the socialists were shut down, you know, that the red tide was stemmed. Yeah. You know, um, 
Again, I, I don't think, I don't feel that way. I think a fight, a long fight and losing, again, which I, I refuse to say was a guaranteed outcome, yeah. would have been better. Um, I mean, yeah, I agree. But by the same token, eh, this it's it's still uh, a fight forward. You know, it it is true that to whatever degree, not enough people in Seattle um, understand what's going on here, and so this um, this is a, the the high profile attention this is getting is you know a vehicle to get more people on board so yeah a long political fight would have been awesome and fun to talk about yeah there'll be more this will keep going on We're, there's people are still dying in the streets right more now yeah you know yeah there was this you know i a week ago two weeks ago i might have said wow like oh a hundred less people will die on the streets over the next few years or something maybe yeah um a drop in the bucket, but a good, but progress, you know. And now, you know, yeah, we continue to, you know, uh, leave them out in the cold, so to speak. Yeah, but uh, I, you know, people will keep fighting. All there's a lot of passionate people in this town. They'll just keep yeah. making this an issue, and yeah, we'll keep definitely. being sort of glib and stupid about it, but. <laughs> I I completely agree. It will be an issue for the left, and the left is not going away, but it seems like power is largely entrenched, as we already know. It's bigger than Seattle. It's entrenched nationally, too. Um, but it feels like more of an uphill battle. Yeah. Than it could have been. Well, um... Yeah, that's uh, on that really happy note, everybody. Um, yeah, that's the town you live in. Uh, Seattle sucks, everybody. Peace out. It really sucks.